Welcome to Tame the Circus Brain. Today we're talking about being overly familiar. That phrase is a funny thing that my family and I always kind of laugh about that saying, but I've definitely learned that it's a really important thing to monitor in our lives. So becoming overly familiar with something, it's like you're so used to it that you can't necessarily gauge its worth and you can't identify how important it is to you or just in general. And then what happens is it loses its position or its ability to be special or significant or be able to inspire you. And I've definitely learned that that's a really important thing for me to watch all the time. A while ago, I spoke about just is a four letter word, J-U-S-T, the word just. It's just my friend. It's just me. It's just, you know, a Monday or whatever, where you just sort of start throwing things away instead of holding it in high regard. And this is something that I actively work on acknowledging and I labor to keep it in a position of honor. And it is whatever you're dealing with in the moment. Uh, Let's just talk about being overly familiar with other people. So there are people close to you or close to me friends or family that they have a front row seat in your life of observing. And so if you know them really well, sometimes it's hard to take their input seriously. And I think that it's really important that we constantly hold people to a respect level so that they can actually speak into our lives and not be so aware of their behaviors or weaknesses that we forget hold on a second, this person could really be used to help me in my life in some kind of way. And so this is something that I've witnessed a lot too. I remember I saw a commercial for an air freshener that changes scent. It has three different kinds of of smell. And the reason that it changes scent is they said you get used to it. You grow accustomed to one of the smells and you can no longer smell it. So it was telling you, oh, don't worry, we don't just have one fragrance. We change it three times so you can continue to, uh, you know, experience and enjoy this aroma that fills the room. And it just stuck with me. I'm like, this is crazy. Like even down to the biology of your body that you grow accustomed to, you know, a fragrance or a smell that they have to change it up. It's just fascinating. And if I think about it, it's really true. I can have candles going in my house and it's amazing how used to the smell I get. But then I go into another room with a different candle. I'm like, wow, what's going on in here? It smells so good. And it's just a it's just a fascinating thing that your body gets used to things. I think we do with everything, even listening to people or hearing people's wisdom, even like I work hard to honor my siblings and honor my family and honor my best friends where even though I know their weaknesses or I know different preconceptions they may have, I just work to keep them in a position of honor so that they have the ability to speak into my life and I have the ability to speak into their life because I think for the most part they work to be able to hear what I have to say as well. But it's amazing how we can grow so used to them. Oh, that's so-and-so. That's just Addison. Or that's just, that's my sister. Or that's just my best friend. Or this is just some guy. 
And it's funny, I you know, we hear this a lot where a parent will say something and the kid is like, I roll. And then a friend says it and they're like, mom, guess what this guy just said? This is brilliant. I've never heard this before in my life. And they're like, great. You know, I said that eight times to you and you didn't seem to hear me, but you have no problem hearing someone else. And I think that's normal human nature. I think it's fascinating. But I just still think that there anything can speak. Anything can speak to us. Art can speak. A show can speak. You know, I, I find a lot of inspiration watching these old rock and roll guys like Tom Petty. My friend David Goldstein recommended that I watch the Tom Petty documentary. And it's just so rich. And there's so many things in it that you're just like, this is really cool. And th- that's one thing that constantly keeps feeding my songwriter, creator uh, side. And so I try to keep feeding that part of me food. You know, I'm like, here is a documentary for you to process. Here is this. And, you know, you sort of, I think anyone who's excellent at anything has a lot of inspiring things to say that can inspire us in lots of other places in our lives because of their passion, their drive, their enthusiasm to stay current, their ability to constantly learn and grow and critique themselves. And then what happens is there's a man talking about sushi on Netflix and you're just crying about your own path going, I get it. I get it. We're so the same. And it's just an amazing thing about inspiration. And so I never want to grow cold and, and calloused and so used to somebody that they no longer have leverage to be able to invest or give me perspective into my life. Like I always want to be able to say, no, I want your contribution. You sit right here and let's let's talk about this. And so that's an important thing I've learned that I want to always honor the ones that are speaking around me. And I'm talking about anybody. Like I I that doesn't mean that they can all um criticize or like they have access to give feedback and it all goes deep because that's not true either. I'm protective of my heart and I'm careful about, I'm wise about who are my prophets and who, who are my teachers, you know? However, I am always looking for that spark, that little spark of inspiration, that little spark that brings so much hope and that I feel like can be found anywhere. So I think it's a little bit different. Okay. So that's being familiar with people other people. Let's talk about being familiar with ourselves. Let's talk about being so used to ourselves that we don't take ourselves seriously. And I've done this plenty of times, but I work to champion myself just like I would a friend where I'm like, listen, I can do this. I, I can do this. What's the difference between me and anybody else? Like, why can't I do this? If someone else can figure it out, why can't I figure it out? And it's so easy to just sort of go, man, I want to quit. I want to shut this down. I'm overly tired. Is it even making a difference? And I just mean about anything. It's just so easy to grow exhausted. And you know what? Exhaustion isn't the enemy. Exhaustion can be your friend saying, we need to rest, (laughs) like lay down or stop thinking and kind of power your phone down, do a reboot do a hard reset on your brain. I mean, and when you figure out how to do this, please let me know because I'm working on it constantly of how do I occupy my brain so that I can truly settle down and rest. I had a friend come in town uh, about a week ago and I saw him and it was just so exciting to see him and his growth and 
It was just when you're not with somebody every day, you can really see the leaps and bounds of advancement that they're making. And it's so hard to see it on yourself. You know, you're like, am I skinnier or fatter than the last time you saw me? <laughs> am I am I exhausted or am I recharged? Like, where where did you leave me last time? Like, what state was I in and what am I at now compared to that? You know, and it's a funny thing to get outside point of view. And I just said to him, fight for yourself every minute, every day, every second. Continue to fight for yourself and do things for your future self. Like, you know, put a 20 in your pocket for the future and let yourself find it. Like, I know that that sounds ridiculous, but I really do that. And I giggle about it. And it's so fun thinking about future Chelsea. Like, what can I do for myself that will be a benefit or a joy or it will be fun? Because I would do it for somebody that I love. Why not do it for myself? Because I love myself. I really do. And that is not a bad thing. I think that we need, you know, there's a saying about love other people as you love yourself, like do to them what you would want them to do to you. So I think a lot of people do and they hate themselves. And so they're really, really mean to other people and it's not okay. It's really sad. And I think that as you can just go, Hey, I'm, I'm awesome. I've got good things to offer. I'm a decent person just because I'm not exactly like somebody else doesn't mean that I don't have something great to offer. I was in the airport and there was this man behind me who was like probably six foot six and he had black hair and he had huge muscles and he was towering over me and we got in a conversation and I'm, if you don't know me in person, I'm five, I'm five foot three and three quarters and (laughs) don't want to take that one away from me, but I don't want to round up. I want to be honest. And that's how tall I am. I have bright red hair all the way down to my waist and I really love life. I love living. I'm honored to be here and I'm excited and happy to be wherever I'm at. And so that's who I am. That's my personality. You could picture it. And then this man who's six, six, and we just got to talking and long story short is he's a security guard. I mean, good, good profession for him. And we just were talking and I just started thinking, you know, if I wanted to be a security guard, I mean, I guess I could if I really worked at it and took lots of classes, and, but I don't have the natural personality or frame to be able to do that job. And I just was thinking how fun it is that I'm in this body and he's in that body. And even though I really do believe you can do anything, become anything, but just naturally my inclination is towards creative things and also towards people. Those are two of the places that I just love to be. I love to be creative and I love to be with people most of the time. I think the older I get, the more of an introvert I get become, but that's really funny. But I think it's because of my own world and my own maturity and living on my own in Nashville for five years and you just shift and you ebb and you flow and you balance and I think it's cool. Anyway, I just remember thinking on the plane as I flew that day, I just thought it's so wild that he was born like I, I could never be six six if I tried like I can't get a height a height adjustment anywhere <laughs> and that, honestly I don't want one I love my height I love my size I love the way that I am and the package I'm in and you know what why not because I can't do anything about it like red hair I could do something about but it's a part of me so I just want to encourage you it's like whatever you're in whatever body you're in whatever 
you know, you've got, work it. Do the best you can with what you've got. Decide to love it or fix it. You know what I'm saying? Because hating yourself doesn't do anything except breed toxic thinking and give you a stomach ache and make you feel bad. It's horrible. So I just thought it was cool, though, because this man has gotten all these opportunities because of his stature. And I have another friend who's 6'9", and he is a security guy, but he is quite a presence. Like, he walks in a room, and you're like, you know, it's you stand up a little higher, and not just to, like, be closer to him because he's tall, but just sort of like, wow. The, you know, and he carries himself in a way that is very... I don't know, lovable, like he's accessible. He's not intimidating. You know what I mean? But there's definitely, I'm just saying work what you've got. Like instead of letting something be something that you hate, you know, remember like I I am what I am and this is great. And if there's something I want to change, I will. And I just want to encourage you in that. And don't be rough with yourself. Don't have negative internal, internal toxic thinking because I love it how it's like a fruit bears after the tree, like after the seed. If you have whatever the seed is that's planted in your heart and whatever you're thinking about is going to manifest because nothing, you can't plant an apple seed and get an orange tree. Like you're going to get an apple. So I think that it's something that's really important that we love ourselves. People can tell and it's good to just be self satisfied like smile and settle into yourself and be like you know what I'm awesome I love myself like what's not to love and don't be a jerk and just like be happy (laughs) it's an awesome thing to be around when people are happy and so I just want to encourage you with that just don't become so familiar with yourself and you know your weaknesses it's okay to have weaknesses and it's okay to have weird things because you know we work on developing them and being the best that we can but we've all got them we've all got weird stuff and hopefully we're all working on it if you're not then that's not good because you're not growing it means the day that you stopped facing off with things and stop when you stopped working on things that's like that's your where you're at you're stuck at 17 forever you know and if you're you're deciding to actively go why did I react like that? Or that was a weird thing I said. Okay, I'm going to work on that. And not in a negative way, but in just a growing way. It's amazing. You look back and go, I didn't even get mad. Or I didn't even care about that thing. And usually I would be upset for, you know, 15 days straight. And I'm not even thinking about it anymore. I'm recovering faster. This is awesome. And I think that that's part of just growth, personal growth. And it's so fun. Okay, so we're talking about not getting too familiar with other people, not being too familiar with ourselves. And just also with the world around us, I think living in a state of awe and wonder is such a healthy thing. I remember going to the zoo with a family of six and I couldn't wait to show them all these exotic animals. We have an incredible zoo uh, where I'm at right now, St. Louis. And so I couldn't wait to show them all of our amazing things. And they've people whoever have invested millions of dollars into, you know, a polar bear area and all these different things. And I just couldn't wait to show him. And we got there and we were looking at the map and one of the little boys goes, wow, look at that bug. And there was this tiny bug on the map to go show them the lions and the stingray and all these amazing things. And he was so mesmerized by the bug. And it just was so like convicting for me, just so deep. It was like how amazing it is that he is so entertained by something that is so normal we're in an environment he's about to see really unique things that he does, you know, you don't see every day, uh, at least where I live. And 
it was convicting. It just made me think, man, I always want to live in awe and wonder every day. I want to live in a constant state of awareness of how amazing things are. And it's so easy. I know different times in my life where I've been going through really hard times or sad times or whatever, disappointed or unmet expectations or whatever the season has been. In those times, it's been a lot harder for me to acknowledge the wonder of something. But living in this state of just like, I am so thankful to be alive. I am so grateful to be here. And I'm so happy to get to do the things that I do with the people that I'm doing them with. And I, I, I feel that way. I truly feel that way, like so deeply. And it's just so fun to live like that. When you are like in the car and you're like, man, I'm going to roll the windows down. It's cold. I'm going to turn the heater on and I'll put some music on and I'm just going to really enjoy this, this drive. And when I have to drive far away, I like to pretend like I'm just going for a drive. I might've talked about that before, but it's one of my tricks I do with myself. So I had to go to another doctor's appointment yesterday and I was just thinking, let's just make this drive, you know, fun. Let's enjoy it. And I, it's just like trying to consciously think of how to stay in a state of awe. And I remember there was a season I was driving with my shoulders up around my ears and my whole body flexed and I caught myself and I like slowly brought my shoulders down and I just started taking really deep breaths and I started calming myself down. And then I started smiling and listening to different music and podcasts that were inspiring and fun and lighthearted. Or for me, sad. I love sad songs, which is like very depressing for most people, but they just get me right in the heart. And I'm like, that songwriter just told a story that I connected with so much that I'm crying. It's amazing. So I know most people don't feel that way, but I love them. But just living in a state of constant stress and worry and torment, it just is no fun. And what does it do to advance the cause? What does worry and stress do to get us any closer to a resolve in the issues we're upset about? It actually, in my opinion, does the opposite. And so I do face off first with the things I want to do the least because it helps me. And I try to get as much done as I can while I have the energy to do it and give my best to the things that need me the most. And I do live that way. But this whole constant inner turmoil of evaluation in a negative sense and just like torment, it's just horrible. And trust me, I'm speaking from experience on this one. That's kind of one of my automatic places I go to. It's like when I'm not actively... I mean, I'm very positive, but when I'm not actively aware, my brain will worry about people I love and things that are important to me. And I have to just discipline myself. I think it's a habit and I have to just keep bringing it back and disciplining myself. So I just want to encourage you to live with that sense of awe, that sense of wonder instead of I've been here a million times. Well, what can I see this time? What's different this time? What am I going to get out of it that I didn't see before? And That's something that I think is really fun, like going to an art museum and seeing a lot of the same pieces. And you're like, wow, I never noticed the brush strokes or wow, there's a woman in the background. That's crazy. I never saw her. She's like in the reflection of the window or whatever. It's like instead of just saying I've been here a million times, been there, done that. I've got it. I know. Instead, savor it. Enjoy it. Take a deep breath. Put your shoulders down while you're driving. 
roll the windows down and turn on the uh, heater and it, well now it's cold but not always <laughs> you know or the opposite during the summer and put your music on and just have so much fun it's just a wonderful way to live and I work to actively do that because otherwise I'm just living in a state of tension constant tension and that life is already hard enough and there are already so many obstacles that we cannot plan for and so we live in a state of overcoming so why not smile and enjoy your life while you're overcoming and I think that it's just so much better that way so anyway that sense of awe and wonder and you're so excited and I went to my friend's house the other day and I was playing Power Rangers with her three-year-old and we had so much fun it felt like about 20 to 30 minutes of pretend and it's been a while since I've played pretend and it was so fun and it was amazing how he would look at me like, wow, like good one, you know, like as a three-year-old, like he would make it where he would make his guy go fast and then I would throw my guy back really fast as a reaction and he's like, wow, I got him and then I would come back at him and, and just watching him made me, I don't know, it just was like, I think he has it all figured out right now from his three-year-old self before he gets introduced to the fact that he should be freaking out about his life. You start going, am I doing the right thing? Am I the right with the right people? Am I going the right way? And you just start kind of learning to second guess yourself. He's not thinking like that. He's just thinking, I want to play. I want a fruit leather. I want to watch the Grinch. I want to play with my friends and it's very basic and it's very simple and it's probably the way we should live like instinctually where this is my instinct. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I feel like I'm supposed to do. So I'm going to do it. Don't second guess yourself going with the first thing. And it's just so inspiring. Hey, you guys, I really appreciate you tuning in and being in this with me. I am laboring to build a body of content and a body of work that can support and help your vision and help you as you're navigating life. And I definitely don't pretend to have it all figured out, but I'm laying before you vulnerably anything that I have experienced and gone through that I'm ready to share. And I just hope that it contributes to you in a positive way somehow. Please, if you're willing to go and review this podcast and send it to the ones that you feel like would enjoy it, that would mean a lot to me. I want it to get before the right people. And man, I love you guys. Thanks for being in this with me and I'll be back to talk more soon.